more morning anytime. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Got a text uh, from my cousin Grace last night saying, hey guys, you've got to go outside and check out the uh, Northern Lights. They're absolutely amazing. And I was so done with just life. <laughs> I, I couldn't get off the couch to go check it out. Like, I'm so embarrassed because now I'm looking on social media and everybody captured this uh, Northern Lights and it looked like it was like next level. Yeah, it was a crazy light show. Did you see it, Jack? I did, yeah. We could see it from our backyard. Really? Yeah. Darn, what time was this? Uh, I want to say... Early in the evening still? Nine? Oh, yeah, I can. I'm still up. 9.23, we got the text last night. Yeah. Where's everybody in my life telling me about the Aurora Borealis? Sorry. I know you're not getting off the couch either. <laughs> True. <laughs> I'm, I'm in the basement already. I don't know. I feel so bad. And then I went outside and did a couple of things, and I forgot to look up. So now I'm just like, oh, my gosh, I got serious FOMO. Not, no, Chris I, is always very sad looking at his feet. <laughs> Did you see the Northern Lights? Jack did. What about you? Uh, and and were they the most spectacular ever? And did you hear them make a sound? That's the question. Oh, yeah. Did, did do they, they make sounds? No. I don't know. Do they crackle? Just a quick Google will tell us. If they don't. <laughs> I heard a lot of car horns, so. <laughs> you can't trust Google, Matt. Anyway, all right. Uh, 629. Kiss and Country, Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. The Northern Lights last night were absolutely spectacular. Uh, did you see them? And if you saw them, did you hear them? Shelly texts in to 103.939 and says, yes, they make a sound. I have ne- I have heard them before. So sad I missed them last night. We are truly blessed to get them here. Okay. There you go. Yeah, we, we were uh, in Iceland for like 48 hours once, which was the weirdest story. But uh, they had like uh, Northern Light tours you could go on, and I guess they're brilliant in Iceland. Oh, so. that'd be amazing. Uh-huh. Yeah, what about you? To answer your question, yes, the Northern Lights do make uh, a noise. They make a noise. Where'd you hear it? Uh, Yellowknife. Okay. I think that's part of it. You have to be very north, very quiet. Right. And very cold. Very cold, exactly. It's (laughs) got to be a very cold, crisp night. Okay. Clear, no cloud cover, and it sounds like a gigantic bowl of Rice Krispies. Oh, yummy. It actually sounds pretty awesome. And the colors up there is amazing. Um, If you have the opportunity... I highly recommend freezing your ass off just to see the Northern Lights. <laughs> they got videos on YouTube. I don't know. Yeah. It's just not the same. But the dancing, the colors, it's amazing. Yeah, it's, you have to see it in person. Okay. All right. Yeah, uh, I know Yellowknife. I'd rather go to Yellowknife in the summer than the winter. But but in the winter, you don't get the black flies and the mosquitoes. Okay. Yeah, but it's also <laughs> minus 1,000. Yeah. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss in Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Jack was talking about this wild boar story, and it's just, it's crazy. Wild pigs, they have come to Elk Island National Park, and they are here to stay. They're saying they're one of the most invasive species, and they're not even trying to get rid of them because they can't. <laughs> it's not possible. No, they're just like, we give up. You I, win. Apparently, they were brought to Saskatchewan and Alberta in the 1990s to help farms diversify, which I don't really understand. Farms what do you mean diversify? diversify? I guess diversify into the wild pig business, I guess. Maybe. I don't know. And uh, some escaped. And, uh, well, as nature goes, once they escape, and if you got a, a mama pig and a daddy pig, you're going to have baby pigs. And then, you know, the rest of this is, is history. And now it's like I thought rats were an issue, but apparently the, the pigs are a bigger issue. It's I, the pigs we got to be scared of. I have never – can you imagine running into one of these things in the, in the forest? I, I mean, it would be uh, probably terrifying, I think. I don't know. They're I not just, nice. I, I can't picture a pig being aggressive. Oh. Okay. These ones, they breed quick. Yeah. They're mean yeah. and they eat a lot. Yeah. 
Well, you know, I, again, I've never seen the wild ones, uh, but I can tell you pigs can not necessarily be aggressive, but man, can they be miserable, right? Like uh, I told the story about my brother-in-law the one time, Darcy, real estate uh, agent to the stars. His dad was, uh, it was helping out his dad. And, uh, and uh, <laughs> he was rounding up some pigs to take to market for the next morning. And we were at another event and we get this call, Darcy needs help with the pigs. And I'm like, Darcy needs help with the pigs at his dad's house. This seems odd, odd, but anyway, so we go over there and we're in the middle of the yard. This is on a farm and we're in the middle of the yard and I get out of my vehicle. I open up the door and these <laughs> pigs go squealing by. They almost take my, my feet out from under me and they're just, and they're just heading and Darcy's got a rope, but he's like trying to last. <laughs> is he on horseback? No, he wasn't on horseback. Come on, Chris. He's chasing him with his feet. <laughs> get in your Buick. We got to get them pigs. So I can't even imagine what the wild pigs are like because I saw the tame ones and they were not pretty. We need Darcy in Elk Island National Park. <laughs> they <laughs> say it, in Texas, you could literally go out and hunt to your, your heart's desire. Really? Like hundreds. Yeah. We just got a text there. about that. Yeah, somebody said they'll take you up in a helicopter and you go for it. Yeah, $1.5 billion in damage, the video I just watched. Yeah. And like there are, there's a rabbit hole on YouTube. You could watch feral pig hunts. Yeah. And like there's this one. They're at night. They're in ATVs. And they're just like, it's just all whole my eye. And they're not good eating. What do you do? You just, just leave the them? Thrill of the kill. I guess. Oh, yeah, it's just the hunt, right? It's like finally. I can just This is actually my mom's number one fear. She has Wild a place. Pigs? Yes. Apparently in Phoenix, what? their problem as well at her sure. place in Phoenix. She's like, don't go out at night. <laughs> the pigs will get you. I'm like, I don't think they run through communities, mom. Has your mom thought about getting a machine gun? <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. I just yawned to the tune of that song. That's kind of the day it is, right? It's a Tuesday <laughs> after your long weekend. I was on a boat that day. It's chilly, minus four, uh, cooler in some of the outlying areas, but it's going to warm up to about 10 or 11 today. Yeah, high of 10 All and right. sunshine. Hey, it's always 25 and sunny in San Diego. Your chance to win with the quick draw and a swoop coming up in the next few minutes. We've got the uh, cue to call on the way, but we're talking about these wild pigs that apparently are an issue. They've been spotted at Elk Island Park, and they're mm-hmm. like, uh-oh, this is not good. There's no getting rid of them. No. They are one of the most invasive and uh, mean species. They're saying, this text says, hey guys, these pigs are mean. I used to hunt them in Texas. They swing their tusks trying to slice you. You think you are hunting them, but they are hunting you as well. The meat, not bad to eat, just different. It is quite the experience. You get all the slugs out of it because you're using an Uzi. (laughs) And somebody said, Matt, wild pigs, excellent eating. Yeah, I mean, sure, I'll try it. You like you have wild boar hmm. at some fancy restaurants. You're like, oh, this is delicious. But like, what about the pig that was just, you know, eating the? Well, that's the thing, right? Like, Maybe it's the same thing. Like, you know, I doubt it. Like a, a, a pig will eat a big pen. Like they don't care. <laughs> but so have you seen it happen? Interesting quit, choice. Yeah, quit feeding your, feeding your pens to the pigs. I have Chris. seen it. I have seen it. Oh. I, I remember seeing this. It was, it's one of my, like, I've got, like, about nine memories from my, my childhood, and one of them was watching a pig eat a Bic pen. It happened, actually, where, where you're... Where First you're, off, you, you barely know how to write. Where'd the pen come from? Well, you know, we just, I don't know, but I've seen it. I've seen it. Before, before Bobby lived where he lived, which mm-hmm. was a mile from uh, where I lived, 
uh, there was people called the Campbells that lived there, and we and I was good friends with uh, Barry Campbell, and uh, we went over to his house, and they had pigs, and I remember seeing the pig eat a big pen, and I'll never forget that. I thought, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. So there were. Bick eating pigs on my in-laws' land. <laughs> Definitely. Was I, it uh, I, blue I ink confirm. or black ink? Uh, I, I think it was blue. But I've I've seen it, and I'm like, holy cow, that pig will eat anything. And well, that, I mean, goats eat, like, clothes and stuff. Yeah. And then my dog. That's another story. <laughs> saw, also a big pen lover? I saw her eat a bar of Irish Spring soap this past weekend. <laughs> Yikes. There's nothing she won't eat. She's Is she a, a part wild hog? I think she's got a little <laughs> bit in her. <laughs> Let's do this. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. All right, it's officially time for Quick Draw. We've got Jody and Tanya on the line. How are you ladies doing today? Great. Wonderful. Okay, awesome. Well, it's a wonderful new contest. You have a chance to win a monthly prize of a trip for two to San Diego. Beautiful San Diego. Have either of you ever been? No, not San Diego. Uh, no. Okay, awesome. Thanks to our good friends at Swoop. So basically you just belt out the answers as quickly as you possibly can, and the first one to three, because it's a best of five, is going to qualify for the trip. Okay, sound good? Yeah, sounds good. Here we go. Question number one. Name something smelly that starts with a G. Grated Parmesan? <laughs> <laughs> Very specific. <laughs> I heard goats before grated Parmesan. Goats was first. <laughs> grated Parmesan is a good answer. <laughs> who, who said goats? Tanya. All right, Tanya. I just want to go back to the cheese. Yeah. I want to pull. What? <laughs> Stinky cheese. And it is smelly. Okay, question number two. Something on your bed that starts with a Q. Queen cheese. Yeah. Well, yes. Was that Tanya? Oh. Holy cow. But Jody came in with quilt just after, unfortunately. Yeah, quilt's the one hanging in the air there, but queen sheets. Yeah. Okay. All right. Jody, looks like you're going to have to be just a little quicker. <laughs> I know you can do it. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. All right. Something you see at a karaoke bar that starts with an M. Microphone. Machine. <laughs> oh. Is that Tanya for the win? It was. Yeah. Wow. Tanya. A sweep this morning. Jody, this is not your fault. You know what? Yeah, the only I'm thing... I'm apparently slow today. The, no, the only thing smarter than Tanya is a wild pig, you know? <laughs> Watch out. That was very flattering, Chris. <laughs> what a compliment. You're almost as smart as a wild pig. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Now, folks, it's time for Who Do You Trust? Who do you trust? Who do you trust? Basically, it's your chance to uh, win tickets to see Eric Church down in Calgary. He's playing at the Saddledome on the 22nd of this month, so you don't have to wait very long to go to that Eric Church show. Amazing. All you got to do is identify which one of us is telling a little bit of a fib about our Thanksgiving long weekends. Who wants to go first? Should I go first? Yeah. Okay, I'll go first this time. So, my daughter got married this weekend. Lies. Finally. (laughs) Finally. After two years of uh, literally planning and replanning and planning and replanning and waiting for COVID to be over, and it got to the point where uh, they said, uh, as things were you know happening, they said, you know what, we're going to get married no matter what. If it's uh, just the two of us getting married on uh, online or something like that, we're going to make it happen. And so we made it happen in our backyard, and uh, everything went swimmingly well. So much stress and pressure, um, just waiting for the weather, of course. They said the last thing they ever wanted was an outdoor wedding, let alone one in October. But uh, it turned out absolutely great. Two days before, my wife 
had an allergic reaction. We spent all night at the hospital um, getting Ooh. ready for the wedding. She said, look at my swollen lips. I look like Jennifer Aniston. This is perfect. Yeah, so, she's ready for the wedding. Yeah. But anyway, that went uh, well as it could. Thanks. Shout out to the Devon Hospital for dealing with that situation as quickly and uh, as professionally as they did. But everything just went great. And uh, I uh, bawled like a baby, but you guys said I didn't. So... I thought you held it together pretty well. Yeah. There's a five, ten minute stretch where Chris was just, <laughs> you know, are you really trying to hold it back? Well, like, understandable. His daughter's getting married. Uh, Carter, my son's uh, girlfriend, said at one point when I was speaking, he, she heard Carter go, <laughs> like he made a <laughs> He'd be embarrassed that I said that. But anyway, it was Thanks, a, emotional but a wonderful day. All right. You guys were both there, so you're going to tell stories about it. I'll yeah. Go. Who wants to go? I'll go. Okay. I had a great time. Mm-hmm. For as much as I can remember, yep. it was wild. Yeah. I was like, mom's <laughs> off the leash. Bob, my <laughs> husband, was my DD. Yeah. So I finally got to enjoy a couple drinks. And boy, did I ever. But I should have listened to grandma sheets. I should have eaten dinner. <laughs> because I was thrown into a car and sent home. <laughs> like Chris likes to say, planet Zoltar. She was on Zoltar. She was not in the same galaxy as us. She was Definitely on another not. galaxy far, <laughs> far away. Yes. And what about you, Matt? I was also in a galaxy. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Pretty close to that one. Uh-huh. Uh, the wedding. I didn't think it was going to happen, but we had a chance to have a couple of drinks. Yeah. And, like, I stuffed as many drinks as himly possible in that hour and a half while I was there. Yeah. I, I had, it was wild. So Jack and I really put on a show for everybody at the wedding. You're way. welcome. That, that's my work, kids. Right. <laughs> 780-421-1039. One of us, one of us is telling a fib. Which one is it? If you can figure it out, uh, you're going to win tickets to see the one and only Eric Church. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. All right, Troy, for Eric Church tickets, which one of us is lying? Who do you not trust? Uh, I'm going to go with Jack. Yeah, you don't think that she uh, was thrown into a vehicle on her way home? I don't think so. Yeah. Not at her age. Not at her <laughs> age. Not being a mom and all. Yeah, you'd think. I can. I cannot confirm your your uh, report of her not getting drunk at the wedding. <laughs> Unfortunately, my story is true. Yeah, Planet Zoltar is a real place. Uh, <laughs> let me tell you, it'll be a while until I visit again. <laughs> <laughs> they were trying to take her out like uh, very uh, quietly. Uh, they they were trying to get, take her through the bush to our neighbor's house, and she was scared to go in the bush. I don't know if she's scared of wild pigs or what, but <laughs> anyway, so they 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 had to take her out in front of everybody and uh, that's what happened so there you go it's but f- fellow zoltarium <laughs> yeah but thanks for trying all right you're listening to the kiss and country chris jack and matt podcast and now folks it's time for who do you trust who do you trust who do you trust yeah stories about our uh, thanksgiving long weekend and uh, we had a ton to be thankful for at the sheets house today or this weekend because uh our daughter got married, and it was uh, just beautiful, and uh, just everything we'd hoped it would be, which, ironically, we didn't think we were going to get anything out of it, but we mm-hmm. made her happen. Matt and Jack were there. The question is, how much did they party? We've already established that Jack partied a ton. Too much. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. Now, the question is, did Matt join her? Hi there. Are you still doing the contest? Yeah, who, who do you Yeah, who do you trust? Uh, who's telling the fib? We've established that Jack uh, was 
being, being honest, she's devastated her dad who texted a few minutes ago. What did he say, Jack? He said, Jack, I know you are lying. You were responsible at the wedding. <laughs> I think Matt is lying. You think Matt's lying. You think Matt didn't uh, join Jack in the... Uh, festivities. Yeah. Festivities. <laughs> Matt? Yeah, you're right. I went home, oh, had, a, had a quick pray and went to bed. <laughs> I didn't even see Matt actually at the wedding. So yeah, because you didn't see anybody because your eyes were full of tears the whole time. Yeah, oh. that's probably true. Uh, you know what? Uh, congratulations! You're going to Eric Church. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, that'll be neat, hey? It's a good break for a student, that's for sure. Okay. Oh yeah. All right. And again, if you're going to drink, eat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> eat a lot. <laughs> you're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. You know, the one thing I do want to mention, you remember uh, last week when I was talking about the fact that we weren't sure with this outdoor wedding what we're going to do for uh, toilets, and uh, I was driving down the road, and all of a sudden, uh, I, I, I came up beside uh, a toilet. Yeah, and I said that. A porta potty but of the different variety. Of a different variety, because we said well, it's going to be a little bit chilly, right? So anyway, shout out to... Uh, uh, R.C. Hennig Portable Toilet Rentals because I, I called them and I got a couple of these uh, toilets and they've insulated the actual old-fashioned porta-potties and then they put these uh, little space heaters in them and a motion light and uh, anyway, everybody was just marveling at how warm the porta-potties were. In fact, some people just stayed in them for an extra long time. They were awesome. Yeah. And the nice thing is these people think about this. They actually gave the kids a wedding gift and a beautiful wedding card and wrote, wrote in there so nicely and gave them a, a case of Corona. And it was just, anyway, shout out to them. That's really nice. Jeez, you know how to pick them. <laughs> <laughs> must be nice, eh, Matt? No, that's great. I, I'm, I can't go, I can't must be nice Bailey and Renato because <laughs> this wedding was a long time coming and a lot of. Hiccups yeah. along the way. So yeah, they deserve a, a nice toilet and some Corona. Did you? You didn't, you didn't get a chance to enjoy the toilet. So no, you? no. I literally sat on a bench, yeah. enjoyed the wedding, shed yeah. a few tears, and we had to go. That was it for you. All right. I sent Chris a text that he got back to me two days later. <laughs> I, was, I was. I was. You're a busy man. I get. Can I'm you imagine the, the messages he was getting? Oh sure. Was, was your phone blowing up? I. You know what? I. But I didn't. I. I kind of put it away. Like I we didn't take any Smart. pictures. I. I didn't. I just kind of enjoyed the moment, which is. That's yeah. a good thing. Yeah, exactly. And sorry about that, Matt. That's no problem. All I'm right. over it. What's coming up, Jack? Well, it's, uh, sunrise at 9.30 a.m. could be a thing. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Switching gears. Uh, yeah, we, we did. My, my, my daughter, Bailey, and uh, you know, there's a lot of people that have been listening to this radio station since the day she was born. There were people that were reaching mm-hmm. out and saying, I remember the day she was born. And now she's uh, married and uh, everything went well. We had an outdoor uh, <laughs> wedding and uh, the, the, it was a sunset wedding. And believe it or not, the sun, and you know how much I love sunsets. The sunset was brilliant. It came out, you know, again, it was a cloudy, miserable kind of day. And then just in time, it, uh, you know, the sun. Pink skies. It was beautiful. So that all worked out. And I did get a chance to go up and speak and everybody was like oh no here comes dad you know matt was already saying how much is am i going to cry through the whole thing but well we talked about it before like yeah. walking your daughter down the aisle it's an important moment in anybody's life it's yeah. very yeah it is i was like as, as soon as he comes out of that car yeah i'm gonna start crying if chris is crying and i feel like chris you you feel more emotion than than most people like those big moments they mean a lot to you I don't know what that means. But. <laughs> I think that it's a good thing. I understand what you're saying. Sure. Heart so, on the sleeve kind of guy. Yes. So I told, got a chance to speak and do a welcome to the family for Renato. We're thrilled. I mean, he's just, he's great. He, I, As I said, nobody, you, you want, as a, as a father or 
a mother, all you want is for somebody to love your children as much as you do. And uh, we found one that I think loves her even more than mm-hmm. we do, if that's possible. So that's, you know, that's so good. You just, that's all you really want. And I think any parent listening can relate to that. And you guys, I mean, you're a ways away from that, but uh, it's true. You just don't want anybody to not treat your children as well as, as you would, you do. So anyway, and then at the very end, I told a quick story. And the story is that when Bailey was born on September 1st, 1994 at, uh, at 919 PM, uh, our world changed in such a positive way at that point. Uh, our first baby was born, of course. And as soon as she was laid into my arms, it hit me that I was going to sing her a song. And it's a song by Red Solvine, and it's an old country song called Daddy's Girl. And it's a song about a dad and his daughter and their relationship and uh, as it goes along in their relationship and and how much he desperately loves this little girl that he got. And then the last line of the song, now Bailey used to sing her part of the song, and the, the, the little girl, we're going to play it in a minute here. I probably won't make the bosses too happy, but what the heck. Um, how often do we make the bosses happy, Matt? Well, not often. Okay, just thought I'd check. But anyway, um, so the song has a little girl singing in it, and Bailey would proudly sing it, and she was like two or three years old, and she was singing her part of this song. And then when she turned about six or seven, she realized the last line of this song actually uh, involves this little girl finding the love of her life and falling in love and getting married and leaving her dad. And uh, once Bailey realized that part, she said, we're not singing this song anymore, Dad. She started to cry every time no. I'd start to sing the song. So she said, I said, okay, we won't sing the song anymore, but you promise you'll never get married? I promise I'll never get married. I said, you promise you'll never fall in love? She said, I promise I'll never fall in love. I said, you promise you'll never leave your dad? She said, I promise I'll never leave my dad. Sign in blood right here. Well, one of those three is true. So much for promises. Yeah, she yeah. hasn't left because they're living with us right now. That's true. Good, good point. But I said, so much for promises. She, she didn't keep her promise. So then her dad sang a little bit of the song to her at the thing and uh, got kind of got through it. And We and were all bawling. We were all bawling together. But anyway, here is that song. Again, it doesn't sound like it fits this radio station, but you know what? It kind of does fit this radio station, especially after the weekend we had, and a lot can relate, I think. You're listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Okay, Thanksgiving, uh, long weekend. Hopefully it was great. Uh, Jack, your mom did a lot of the cooking, did she? She did. We were spoiled this weekend. So, yeah, she cooked a turkey and all the sides. It was fantastic. What kind of sides are we talking? She had Brussels sprouts, she had mashed potatoes, stuffing, carrots. Mm. That was yesterday? Uh, the day before. It was on Saturday. Okay. All right. That makes sense because you wouldn't have been eating yesterday. Definitely did not eat. All right. <laughs> Little ill from the night before. All right. Probably not eating today either. Don't <laughs> <laughs> you dare. Getting old. What about you, Matt? Uh, yeah, we had uh, Thanksgiving with my mom. Cooked a turkey. Uh, she did the turkey. I did pretty much all the other stuff. Mm-hmm. Lots of leftovers, though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we did Uber Eats, but we did have uh, my mom's famous carrot pie. What did you have from Uber Eats? I don't know. Some chicken place. Northern chicken? Maybe. I don't know. Was it, it was, fried chicken? It was chicken. Yeah, chicken strips and stuff like that. And it, Classic. You're a grown man, just saw his daughter get married. Time for chicken, chicken fingers. <laughs> a different twist on a Thanksgiving meal. <laughs> so did my son. Weird. <laughs> yeah, just like the three-year-old. Anyway, what do you do with your uh, Thanksgiving leftovers? You got lots? Oh, yeah. That's the question. Like, I have so much, and I'm sick of just reheating it and doing the same old meal. Right. How do you jazz it up? And I don't like hot turkey sandwiches that much because there's too much mayo on them. Oh, muffin. <laughs> you can make a soup. Uh, I feel like you got to, like, I'm I'm not in the business after cooking and cleaning an entire kitchen to throw a turkey carcass in a pot. Right. I right. just don't want to do it. Right. My in-laws do it, and they, they make good soup, but it's just so much work. 
You know what I would do? I'm just thinking of this right now, maybe because I got a craving for it, but dressing or stuffing or whatever, I could make a wrap and just fill it with dressing or stuffing. <laughs> a stuffing wrap? <laughs> yes. Well, would you put anything on it? Gravy. Yeah, I, I dip it in gravy. <laughs> oh, you know what? Yeah. This doesn't sound too bad. You might have something the here. The Ukrainian burrito. <laughs> And you could just put like one of the carrots on the side. I think the Ukrainian burrito is a pierogi, Matt, but I'm not sure. Oh, right. well, I'd say the Ukrainian dumpling. All right. Do you do anything unconventional or something exciting with your leftovers? Uh, give us some ideas. 780-421-1039. You can, 1039. You can also text us at 103939. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. I guess that could be like your turkey leftovers yes. or your Thanksgiving leftovers, right? Uh, what do you do with them? Boy, we're getting lots of great texts at 103939. Yes, this text says turkey pot pie, frozen pie crust. You can do the big pie shells, but I prefer the little sized ones. Mm. Turkey, graveyard, I think they meant gravy, <laughs> and yep. leftover veggies. Okay. That sounds like a good idea. Yeah, like I feel like you can't capture the magic of the gravy the next day either because it just like congeals and it's just so unappetizing when you put a cold on your plate. It's like, bleh. This person says, what about turkey chili? Yeah. You've never had turkey chili. Yeah, yeah. I think it would be a good idea. Turkey uh-huh. curry with rice. Okay. Ooh, or Matt, good. try turkey lasagna. Turkey lasagna. Yeah, okay. Would you substitute that entirely for the beef, or do you mix turkey and beef together? Is that too much to ask? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, are you defeating the purpose when you're bringing out other food, when you're trying to get rid of the food you got? Oh, the, here's one that I just like from Stuart. Turkey and waffles. My wife has an amazing recipe for waffles. The leftovers, potatoes, and a waffle maker. Throw some turkey, gravy, cranberries, and stuffing on top. Mm. This could work. I have okay. never considered turkey and waffles. Well, ch- yeah, chicken and waffles. I mean, turkey is a cousin right? to the chicken. I've never had chicken and waffles either. Chicken no. waffles is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Again, waffles. There's no, there's no bad way of having a waffle, right? And fried chicken. And I'm trying that. That might be it. Somebody's saying turkey terrazzini. What's terrazzini, Jack? Do you know? No, I do not know. This person says uh, turkey divan. What's that? It's like a casserole. I Googled it. Like you had some broccoli florets, a few other odds and ends, and you bake it up. We have turkey divan quite often, actually. Oh. Uh, yeah, we just we go to the IGA in divan and pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Thanksgiving is over. Now, what do you do with the food? Oh, listen to this turkey casserole. This is how you make it. Turkey on the bottom, graving, stuffy, stuffing, gravy, mashed potatoes, and cheese. It's amazing. Cheese. The one food group that isn't represented on the Thanksgiving table. Good call. You, you throw it in there? I can see that. Yeah, one. it works. It works. Uh, egg roll, they said. Turkey egg roll, somebody said. Uh, make shepherd's pie with turkey chunks and mixed veggies. Okay. Uh, you got to get the pre-made pie crust. Turkey though. egg roll. What about uh, turkey balls, like chicken balls? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Would you put the yellow sauce on it, Chris? Look at me. Of course I would. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Amanda? Hi. Are you guys still talking about leftovers? Yes, please. My dad makes turkey tetrazzini. Okay. What That's is it? it? <laughs> it's a pasta. It's like a creamy Alfredo-style pasta. Ooh, I don't like Alfredo sauce. That sounds turkey. amazing. <laughs> it's really good. It's my favorite part. I'm more excited for that than the turkey. Is you more excited for the leftovers? Yeah. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. 
All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong. S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.